You know, last time we did this episode, I opened with a fisting joke, but it just feels like ages ago. <laughs> yeah. Fisting never ages well. <laughs> you always look back on fisting and think, no, wrong choice. <laughs> um, this is round two of an episode we recorded because my mic wasn't on during the entire last recording. Why so. are you I'm not. I just happen to look in your general direction. I'm it's not a real, blaming. A real shame because it was probably the best episode ever recorded. Ever recorded. Of anything. Yeah, in the anything. history of uh, we won an award. recording human language. And we, even non-human language. We won a quarantine award. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um, Is it shaped like a martini? <laughs> it's shaped like a little bacteria. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. Uh, so today we're actually going to be talking about Invisible Man, though. Yeah. The new one. Just Not came out, just oh. went to <laughs> VOD because the world's falling apart. That's right. Nobody can go to a movie theater, so they put it on digital. There's this big movement now for, uh, they're like, oh, what if Wonder Woman is like the first big blockbuster of the theaters reopening, and it oh, just yeah. like blows up and makes like $2 billion. Because everybody's, <laughs> That'd be because cool. everybody's just like, please, God, I need to get out of this yeah. house. Let me out. <laughs> so, um, oh, thank you. Oh, that's what that was. That feedback is brutal. Um, it's good. Um, we got it. we found it now. Um, yeah, that's and people are also wondering if this is just going to be a movement in general. Mm-hmm. Like, if they look at the numbers of the kind of movies they did put out and be like, are people just willing to pay twenty dollars instead of yeah, and like watch it at home? Well, the thing I think the potential for making a billion dollars is still going to be more towards the theatrical side. So yes. a movie like Wonder Woman or like movies like that are probably still going to keep theaters open. Maybe the theatrical experience changes. But. I think it should. I think what should happen is they should start the AAA blockbusters that everybody goes and sees. Keep mm-hmm. them in theaters. But the small movies that like Ford vs. Ferrari, mm-hmm. things like that. I mean, well, we made a lot of money in theaters, though. Yeah. Well, so that's little, the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the gamble of it is still maybe worth it for them. Or like Uncut Gems. Yeah. Um, which I saw in the theater. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's theater heads like you that love to go to the theater, and then there's... Yeah. But, you know, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea for smaller movies No, you're absolutely right. Get and double like, released. There's, they're always experimenting with, like, day-and-date releases mm-hmm. or, like, what's the best way to do this. Do you remember that movie Tower Heist came out a few years ago? Oh, and they experimented with, like... That wasn't uh, The Rock, was it? No, it was... Uh, <laughs> the, who the fuck was in it? Um, the other It's a bunch of assholes. Um, but, like, I think Brett Ratner directed it. Um, Tower Heist starred a bunch of assholes. <laughs> But they like they did a thing where they put it in theaters, but they also released it VOD the same day. But the VOD rental was like a hundred bucks, and their idea what? their idea was it was like a pay per view thing, like a bunch of people would get together and rent it. No, but I think it completely blew up in their faces. Yeah, which is good. Twenty dollars is like the perfect amount. We did the math, and it's like twenty dollars for it was three of us mm-hmm. watching it, um, and then you know you're also saving on not buying like. Beer, like, because I buy a beer at the theater yeah. I go to. Or freshly popped corn. Or freshly popped corn, or, like, candy. Yeah. So it is. So you're saving money there, and it's like, this is actually a huge bargain. Yeah. And so. But yeah. No, and you're, you're absolutely right. I love watching things at home, but I really, really love going to the movies. Yeah. It is an essential part of my mental health routine, and so. <laughs> yes. I'm concerned right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I think it'll still, theaters will still be a thing. I just think it's a good idea to experiment with um, movies that are just smaller and they mm-hmm. don't get like the same attention. Absolutely. Because like you can look at the Oscar list, like um, um, how many more people would have actually probably watched, uh, what was it that won the Oscar? 
it's not it's not contagion. Oh, parasite. Parasite. Yeah. Um, and I watched Parasite at home after it came to VOD. Yeah. So it was great. Yeah. Still in theaters though. I think yeah. Well, nothing's in theaters now. But no, but it <laughs> was in theaters. It was riding the Oscar train. Like if they opened them up and they were like at your own risk, I would still go. Is 1917 still in there? It would be. Uh, I just saw it on Amazon to oh. rent or purchase. Okay. Um, it would be like that episode of The Simpsons, the Halloween episode, where the H-bomb drops and Homer's the only one still alive. <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting in the theater, he's just surrounded by corpses. That'd <laughs> be Jackson. That's such a fucking good episode. He's like, he doesn't realize what's going on he's stuck in traffic because <laughs> it's not moving he's like laying on his horn and he gets out of his car he's like maybe a fr- little friendly punching will move your ass he goes and just punches it's the like charred corpse of millhouse's dad and the head just dis- disintegrates and he's like still got it <laughs> is this a triassa horror yeah oh god they're so good <laughs> oh shit um Okay, yeah, but some Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Invisible Man. Um, I dug it. Yeah. It was dope. Uh, there will be full spoilers, just so everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, we will try to hold off for as long as we can, um, but I will I will let you know when I start talking about spoilers, because I want to talk about the ending. Yeah. Because uh, the ending left me mixed. Yeah. Yeah, I was a little surprised by it, and... Um... I, the more I thought about it, the more I was like, well, probably not. But uh, <laughs> it was cool in the moment. It was, uh, And it was a real uh, kind of cheer moment, I think. Yeah. You know what it, I mean? Yeah. Um, the, the movie itself was really well done. Oh, man, I loved it. They built they the entire time, like the moment you know, okay, he's out there. Like mm-hmm. they built tension so well. And the way they shot each scene, they left space. Like, yeah. It went, It wasn't entirely centered on characters. It would be like yeah. He would frame it like there were multiple people in the frame, but you couldn't and see they, they didn't have to do anything else. You that don't have it. to use special effects or anything. You nope. just like it's so well directed. Yes, Lee Winnell. Um, have you seen um, Upgrade? No, I think we talked about this on the the Lost podcast. No, yeah. I have not seen Upgrade yet. Um, so Upgrade is definitely worth seeing. It's another movie that Lee Winnell, who wrote and directed this movie, wrote and directed. Um, it's about a guy who gets into an accident. Quote unquote. Quotes. Maybe it was staged. Maybe uh-huh. there's a conspiracy. Um, and he becomes a quadriplegic after the accident. And then he gets um, this upgrade surgery uh, where they put a microchip in his spine. I and do remember seeing Microchip has this. an AI and it makes him like faster and stronger, but also is like communicating to him. Doesn't like reset him too at the end of every day. Um, it can. Okay. That's like a thing that comes up later in the movie. Um, but he, uh, so it's, it's almost like a Venom, you know what I mean? But yeah. a better version of Venom. It wasn't hard. Um, <laughs> which makes it even funnier because Logan Marshall Green is in the movie who looks like a poor man's Tom Hardy. My friend, my friend Kelly and I call him Tom Hardly. <laughs> but he's a really good actor. He just has the misfortune of looking like a more famous actor. Um, Rough. But the action in it is so fucking good, and you definitely get a taste of that in Invisible Man. That whole sequence in the uh, the mental institution, oh where he's yeah, like yeah, flickering in and out of visibility cool. and fighting all the guards. That oh. was cool. It was but, interesting that they did a suit. They went, uh, they kind of grounded it. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Definitely the way to go too. Mm-hmm. Um, and the suit looks so fucking cool. And it weird. does. For anybody that has like, what's it called? That like phobia. That was, I looked at that. And I was like, oh my god, I. There's people have like a phobia of like concentric holes mm. like that. 
So this is a suit completely made of cameras mm-hmm. that are like always kind of moving, but it yeah. has this kind of like honeycomb look to it. Well, when he got like the paint on, I was like, oh, he looks like a golf ball. Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> that was ball. such a good fucking moment when she throws the paint. <laughs> yeah, like I knew it was gonna happen. It still got me. Yeah. Um. So now we've entered into because he's so fucking close. He's like right there. <laughs> he was right there in her face. I was like, oh no, thank you. No, 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 no. <laughs> We are now entering full into... We're going to go with full spoilers. Yeah, uh, we tried to hold off. We did. That suit it really isn't much of a spoiler. You find out pretty quick. Yeah. Um, like a 16-year-old fucking for the first time. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. We're done. We're done. We made about four strokes. Um, so if you haven't seen it, pause it. Pause this. We're under quarantine. Go rent it for 20 bucks. It's yeah. totally worth it. Yeah, definitely worth Especially it. Especially if you have friends that are living with you. Because you can't see each other, but whatever. I like that save. I live with friends. Sure. <laughs> whatever. Or you want to just... You, you live know. with your best friend, your that's, lovely wife. That's it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's true. That's cute. Yeah. It's true. Um, yeah. So, 20 bucks. Go watch it, and then come back, and uh, you'll understand everything we're saying. Or, if you don't care, cool. Yeah. Um, but anyways, here we go. So, yeah, this suit being all cameras was really, really, really good idea. Really rad. I'm intrigued to see what they do with the other monsters, though. Man, okay, yeah. So the, I really wanted to get into this because um, we've now introduced grounded monsters. When we got into a few years ago, if anybody went and saw that Tom Cruise Mummy movie, Oof. it was supposed to kick off this whole Marvel interconnected monster universe called the Dark Universe. They made their own logo, yeah, and all this shit. And that movie came out, and the world said, uh, "No, thank you." <laughs> And they're like, all right, never mind, I guess. But then um, they got with Blumhouse, and Blumhouse has been just like knocking it out of the park, spending like really low budgets on movies that are making hundreds of millions of dollars, mm-hmm. um, like uh, the Jordan Peele movies. And... Yes. So they got Lee Wanell, who did Upgrade for them, mm-hmm. and they're like, how about what would you want to do? And he picked The Invisible Man. Ugh. Yeah, and made this really dope little movie out of it. Yeah, and now he's sitting in like an exec producer role with it, where he's going to be like getting other filmmakers involved. Oh, that's and cool. Like, like they got Karin Kusama, who made on the not so great end Jennifer's Body, but on the really great end this movie, The Invitation. That mm. I don't know if you guys have seen. It's on Netflix. It's worth checking out if you haven't okay. seen it. Um, it's about a uh, guy who gets invited by his ex-wife to go to a dinner party. Mm. and he's like really weirded out by it because they had a really bad breakup mm. and then it turns out she's in like a cult and it's gets really fucked up really fast interesting yeah it's great um well, if it's anything like jennifer's body i'm in for a treat yeah <laughs> you know i still don't even hate that movie i don't hate don't. it i don't hate it either but it's got a really really bad reputation <laughs> oh truly and i think maybe if you got anybody but megan fox mm-hmm. everybody would love that movie because it's such a cool idea yeah um but anyway, so they got her. To, she's going to do Dracula. Oh, interesting. Which is really interesting. But I'm really excited about this because I love like the Universal monsters and mm-hmm. I I love all that stuff. It it'll be interesting to see if like things like Dracula, like yeah, now he's still a vampire. Yeah. Well, what I would hope for is that they just let whatever filmmaker do whatever they want. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's not like oh, it all has to fit. It's all grounded. Yeah. It's that, like the Invisible Man. Like a suit like that makes the most sense yes you know what i mean it's not like they're trying to make it fit into something yeah um so like for dracula it's not like they're gonna have like a vampire suit <laughs> like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't make sense no and it can't be like a cannibal who just drinks blood and yeah stupid so I, I would hope that they just find whatever makes these characters interesting and yeah. relevant and vampire. goes with that yeah. 
Because what's cool about the Invisible Man is every time that somebody's had, like taken a big crack at it, they find something really interesting to say. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about Hollow Man, the uh, Paul Verhoeven movie from 2000? 99? It's, it's, yeah, it's around there. And that's not a great movie, nope. but it's also like, you know, they gave it to an artist who has these preoccupations with like sexuality and violence and all that stuff. And he was just like, well, this is like you know, something we don't talk about, but men who have a lot of power and can do things invisibly Mm. in a allegorical sense, this is what they do. And he just goes around and, like, rapes people. Does whatever the fuck he wants. One lady's sleeping, just unbuttons her shirt. Yeah, because he can't be touched. Grabs a booby. And then a different artist kind of sees a similar pat, like, men who can do things... Yeah. Invisibly, but this is all about like gaslighting this woman and like oh just my God. manipulating her life and keeping her hostage in his like weird cliff house. Yeah. Oh my dude, when he like he kills the sister. Mm-hmm. Holy oh man, fuck. That was fucking wild. I was and I was just like not expecting that because nope. I was like, okay, they're in a restaurant that you're safe. Nope. Fucking crazy. <laughs> just picked it up. It just <laughs> popped it right in her hand. And that was it. It was insane. Yeah, it was really well. I yeah, I kind of knew. You no, know, actually, I didn't know anything that was going to happen with that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I knew the knife was going to like be a thing, but fuck, I was not ready for that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was so good. But yeah, but that's what I like. So that's there in the Invisible Man, and they're allowing these artists to like pick that up and run with it. So mm-hmm. for Dracula, it would be there's a lot of sexuality in Dracula. Of course, there's a lot of the idea of like id versus uh, proper society in Dracula. Like, Dracula's this guy who comes into this prim and proper world and just fucks shit up. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm here to fuck and drink your blood. <laughs> Essentially. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, so, and I think somebody like Karin Kusama is definitely going to, like, find that in there. Or something like the Wolfman is all about, like, unleashed primal feelings and mm-hmm. duality mm-hmm. and all this stuff and, like, struggling with your worse self. Yeah. So, and I love werewolves, so I'm just excited to see somebody. This is true. Hope I hope they get somebody good to do that. There hasn't been a good werewolf movie in a really long time. Not since Prisoner of Azkaban. I was just say <laughs> <that>. <laughs> um, yeah. So definitely watch Invisible Man. Uh, and the ending. We're now again. We've said spoilers, but I, I'm I'm literally going to say the ending of the movie. So this yeah. is on you now. Um. So she just. I kind of liked how they left it open mm-hmm. they're like oh it was his brother was doing it because he's in the suit but yeah. they've already established there's multiple there's more than suits. one suit yeah more than yeah. one suit um and yeah they never fully answered yeah well i definitely feel like when he said surprise to her yeah. that was supposed to be a tip-off or it could just be like her associating things that aren't necessarily there but i would feel like he spoke to her enough when he was invisible and she knows his voice yeah you know what i mean yeah Exactly. But, uh, no, the ending was pretty wild. Mm -hmm. It it was weird to me that he didn't realize his other suit was missing. Right. (laughs) But but that was pretty great when she comes out in the suit and then keeps it. Yeah, she keeps keeps the suit. She comes out. You never know. The sequel is Invisible Woman. (laughs) Um, It it is at this point because she killed him the same way he killed her her sister. Right. Just knife across the throat. And then, like... Um, we're watching it, and uh, I'm like, oh my god, she's faking this, because like, she's like hysterically crying, she knows mm-hmm. the security camera is, backs up enough, and just sits down and watches him die, Yeah, and I'm like, fuck. 
pretty great. <laughs> yeah, definitely a cheering moment where it's like, yeah, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, and they got like a decent, I know that actor. The guy who plays uh, the Invisible Man. Yeah, the guy who plays Jordan. Um, yeah. I can't, I've seen him in things. Mm-hmm. And I can't think of what it is now. You know who I really liked was her buddy, the cop? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He was cool. <laughs> He, he was, was pretty. He was pretty fun. Although at the end, or when uh, she gets arrested for the murder of her sister, and he's uh, one of the officers like dealing with her, I was like, they wouldn't allow this. Would oh no, <laughs> no, he would not be on the case. Um, that moment too in the house where uh, oh she the guy punches the daughter. Yeah, oh my God. it's such a good like easy moment of tension because mm-hmm. there's like there's no way you can explain it like if you and i were the only two people in the room and you were like why'd you punch me and i was like i didn't like, what the fuck do you mean you didn't <laughs> who else could it be you asshole <laughs> yeah exactly and it adds the element of like it's his daughter mm-hmm. and it's oh like, yeah and that's just immediately like you're back the fuck up like i don't know what you're talking about but yeah, you yeah take yeah. care of my kid now yep and that just adds such a layer of like tension that they really smartly build. Like, mm-hmm. he fucks with her in, like, really subtle ways the that build. The email to his... Yeah. Fuck, I know. That pissed me off. <laughs> and it all ties together. Like, the email even says in there, like, I wish you were dead, yada, yada, yada. And then yeah. he kills her later. With, and it was just, like, it all ties. So. I want to see it again, but if I spend $20 on it, I want to just buy it. <laughs> yeah. He might as well just wait. give me that option. <laughs> Come on, you cowards. Like, can I keep this later? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no. I was super... I super dug it. Um... It kind of like was super under the radar too. I forgot it was coming out, and mm-hmm. they just stealth dropped. It's like here it is, and everybody's like, "Wow, this is really good." Yeah, like really, really good. It, it was doing pretty well in the theaters too before all the theaters shut down. Yeah, which is smart that they kicked it over here. Um, but you know yeah, what sucks the most about this whole situation is the last movie I saw in a theater before I couldn't go anymore was Bloodshot. What the fuck is the Bloodshot? The Vin Diesel movie? Oh no. <laughs> I'm is that the one where he like regenerates? Yeah. And he gets reset after every. Uh, yeah. Of course he does. Mm-hmm. But of course. And he it was does. it was pretty bad, but in a way that I wanted. <laughs> it was bad, good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like it was like they found a movie that somebody made in like 1997 and then <laughs> took it out of a vault. Like, hey, let's... and released it in theaters. <laughs> oh boy. Well, that's good to know. And like Guy Pierce is in it. You're like, what are you doing here? 1997. <laughs> You're too good for this. <laughs> well. Um, I'm trying to think of other thoughts I had. Do you have, like, um, a Universal Monster that you would be excited to see in this new paradigm? Honestly, it's, I, I think I like the... I think Invisible Man is my favorite because it's the constant level of, is he here? Is he not here? Mm-hmm. Like, that constant, like, stress in every scene is more exciting to me than, like, the mummy or, like, even yeah. a werewolf. Like, a werewolf, you can see him, you hear him, he's coming. Same yeah. with the mummy. I want to see him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, like, the Invisible Man Show is... Show me that wolf. <laughs> Invisible Man is just so, like, is he even here? Yeah. Like, are all these people freaking out for no reason whatsoever? Yeah. You need, like, a really good filmmaker to capture that, though. Exactly. And that's why I love the way he shot this, because every... The moment we knew, like, he was active, mm-hmm. every scene was shot differently. Yeah. When he was when he was a person still, like, it was shot, like, almost like a normal movie. Yeah. And, like, that subtle change made me so happy. Really great. Or, like, he would linger on scenes after everybody left, and you'd be like, what are we lingering here for? And mm-hmm. sometimes it's like, the knife is gone, or sometimes it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, we're just watching an empty scene. But that way he messes with you is really good. Yeah. But no, I Yeah, I really want to see somebody take on the Wolfman, and I really want to see them do, like, Creature from the Black Lagoon. And yeah. Stuff like that. 
I just love monsters. Yeah, there's a whole bunch that have like obviously been untouched since like the 40s. Mm-hmm. It's these old monster movies you think of. Somebody could do like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah. Or it came from outer space. It's not a universal monster movie. I don't care. <laughs> this opens the door. I want to see these old movies. We started talking about those. <laughs> it's, it'd be fun because there's a whole bunch of... Yeah, those movies have been around forever and mm-hmm. they occasionally get touched but like... Some reason they're like not that good. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, and especially like movies that haven't necessarily been <clears throat> touched that like that since the '40s. Because there's this whole thing of like remakes, and we're sick of remakes. You know yeah. what I mean? But when you take something that hasn't been interpreted in that long, you have a real chance to completely recontextualize it. Oh, of course. Like the reason some of the best remakes were movies from the 80s was they were movies or remakes from the 40s and 50s like the fly yep. and the thing yep and you're able to take this idea and completely change what it means to us now versus like a lot of movies or remakes from movies in the 80s and our like social morass hasn't changed that much yeah all that's changed is special effects so that's all they're doing yeah you know what i mean and that's why it's so like okay whatever like <laughs> sure yeah and this one was cool because it was um this one was like, well, tech would obviously be the thing that changed, and it took place in the in the Bay Area, mm-hmm. so that was fun. They all do now. So many movies take place in uh in like San Francisco. Yeah, it's because like tech is here. Yeah. When they first started doing it, I was really excited by it. Yeah, and I still kind of am. Like, yeah, no, it's fun. It's uh the beginning of Black Panther when they um are in Oakland. Are in Oakland. <laughs> that was great. The first <laughs> time I saw it in the theater, people went like ape shit too. Like, oh yeah, yeah, cheering. yeah. It it's great. cool. It's because like it's always New York or whatever, and it's like great. Yeah. yeah. Empire State Building again. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And like every time the Bay Area gets shown, it's just the, San, the Golden Gate Bridge Golden getting Gate destroyed Bridge. by something. By Godzilla. Godzilla. That was a great. That was a great moment. Magneto. In that Godzilla movie. Ugh. Fucking X Men Three. <laughs> Fuck off. Um, yeah, it's always the Golden Gate Bridge just getting destroyed. But uh, it's cool when like movies just take place. Yeah. So, um, like there wasn't. Yeah, Dirty Harry was in San Francisco, right? Mm-hmm. Very empty San Francisco. Yeah. I would love to see that San Francisco. Not a lot of hobos. <laughs> or traffic. That's yeah. the one thing that always makes me laugh when they do like action movies in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what day is it? Or like Bullet, that uh, car chase scene. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. San Francisco, where they're just flying around corners. They're like, not really. Uh, you'd be immediately in traffic. <laughs> <laughs> like any major city, though. I always think about that in like the Batman movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm like, he wouldn't really have a Batmobile, because, like, where's he going to go? Yeah, you can't fit through anything. Unless Gotham's, like, Detroit, it's just, like, empty. <laughs> it could be. Actually, actually, with how much crime is in there, it's supposed to be something like Detroit. Yeah. Where it's just nobody goes out, because it's like, oh, you'll fucking die. <laughs> yeah, if I lived in Gotham City, I wouldn't go out at night. Um, I probably would work for, like, the Penguin or something. You know what Chasing I really liked, and I never watched the sequel, though, was, um... Oh, no. It's one with Tom Cruise. Days of Thunder. <laughs> yes. It's called a race. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> it's the Jack Reacher. Jack Reacher. Oh, Jack Reach Around. Yeah. Jack Reach Around. Yeah. Um, that, I, I never the, saw either of those. You never saw? Oh. No. The first one's worth watching. Don't watch the second one. But the first one's fun. It has a really fun chasing in the fact that there's no music. Mm. And so it's just the sound effects of the cars like multiplied by like 10 and he's like the bad guy he's chasing has is like in an Audi or something. Oh, okay. So it's just gripping corners real well. And he's in like a, I think he's in like an old Mustang. Mm-hmm. And so they show the difference in those cars in a chasing like really well. That's cool. Like he'll, like the Audi takes a corner real quick and he like has to 
you know, power slide around, and he crashes into the wall. Oh wow! Like he doesn't take it well, and they like, he, he does catch- not take it well. <laughs> and, yeah, and then he catches up on the straightaway because it has more. Um, yeah, it has more Jeez. power. Yeah, so it can catch up to it on the straightaway, and so it's that constant struggle of like, Audi takes a corner and he's like fuck, and then he hits like a wall, and it catches back up, and it's a really well done chasing. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, Have you ever seen the Raid movies? No, but I've been told. Yeah. Obviously, I need to. Yeah. It like changed action genres yes. for, like ever. You need to see the Raid and the Raid Two. The Raid Two has the coolest car chase I've ever seen in a movie, and it, like a lot of it's like one shot. Oh and wow! They have the camera on some sort of like camera vehicle that's making all these crazy movements, and Damn. there's like motorcycles and cars. They probably like hired a uh, like a professional drifter to like Man. drive the car. It's wild. Um, but they're both just like such good martial arts movies and such good yeah. action movies. And they're that's what I would do. Just a legit a hire. Way to watch <laughs> for like an intense chasing. Like, why would you not just hire like a yeah? I'm a professional drifter. I can do whatever. Yeah. All right, cool. Drive this car. Be really close to the action. All I'm right. Excited to see those chase scenes in the Batman. They have that crazy little roadster. Heck yeah. <laughs> I think I think John Wick has some good chase scenes lately. Oh yeah, John Wick Chapter Three has that awesome motorcycle chase towards mm-hmm. the beginning and... with the horses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or he's on a horse. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> As the horse just kick all those fucking guys <laughs> in the stable. <laughs> Oh man, I love John Wick. Me too. I'm so excited <laughs> that they're making a fourth one. That's gonna yeah. be on Keanu Reeves Day, where the Matrix Four and John Wick Four come out side by side. Oh, they both come out on the same day. Same day. Somebody's somebody's gonna back down. They're not gonna do that. It's Keanu Reeves Day. Somebody's gonna. One of them is gonna back down. That just doesn't make sense for those two movies. People will be like, I guess I'll just go. I'm staying at the theater all day. Let's go watch Matrix and then John I Wick would. Four. Yeah. Bill and Ted 3 comes out this year, too, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. He grew that beard back fast. He shaved for it, and he looked all weird. Like he yeah, he looked very weird without his beard. Because it's... You, you finally, like, everybody's like, oh, he doesn't age. You're like, oh, he is aging. And like, oh, there it is. <laughs> you shave, it just kind of shows off everything. Mm-hmm. It's like, oof. Keep the beard, Keanu. <laughs> Hides you. But, uh, yeah, I'm really, really excited. I love Keanu so much. Me too. Such I love guy. his resurgence. Such a good guy. Like the Like, John Wick literally, like boosted his career again like he was off the face of the earth that movie was amazing too the first one is so first one's still my favorite because it's so emotionally powerful because it's one simple thing yeah the simplicity of it is what gets you there they stole his favorite car and they killed the puppy that his dead wife left him yeah they're fucked and the whole movie you're like yeah kill all these fucking guys I don't give a fuck (laughs) and I love that they don't they don't pull the punches of like the main bad guy is like you did what to who yeah we're fucked. I love that every single time they're like, uh, it was John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else in the room is like, oh, fuck. What like, do you mean? It, I haven't Baba seen... Baba Yaga? Yeah. <laughs> he has a fucking cool nickname. <laughs> like a cool Russian underground nickname. Mm-hmm. It's so simple and I, they never hesitate. They never like, the main bad guy never gets like balls and goes, well, I could beat John Wick. Mm. Every time he's just like, you, you've killed us. I do like the end of John Wick 3 where those two guys are so excited to be fighting him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they throw that in there, too. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, it's an honor. Yeah. Even if he kills him at the end, they're like, it's an honor. And they, they keep throwing each other through that glass, like, over <laughs> and over again. <sighs> it's so, like, it's such a simple idea that they execute so well that... Mm-hmm. Let's just make the main... Like, the main guy we follow is supposed to be this ultimate badass... So why not just make him an ultimate badass that everybody both fears and respects? I love it. I should go through. I should just watch all three of those. Again. I'm waiting for a collection. I have not bought one because I just want to buy the collection. Uh, I have them all. Th- I have all three digitally. Yeah, so. I keep getting tempted. I think the first one's on sale right now too. A lot of things are on sale right now. <laughs> yeah, because we're staying in. But 
Yeah, the first John Wick is just. I just last night I bought One Spot of Time in Hollywood for ten bucks. Perfect. Amazon. I think uh, that one I'm waiting because uh, Netflix is supposed to have the extended version. <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm waiting for. Is it's going to be the extended like director's cut, and they're going to do it uh, in episodes, like they did with uh, the Hateful Eight. Eight, yeah. I never watched the Hateful Eight. Really? It just wasn't my favorite Tarantino. Like I saw it in the theater, and I was like, "That was fine. I don't, I don't need to see that again." Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> That's a great way to phrase it. it was yeah. Fine. Uh, it was. I. I think he was going for. He was kind of going for like the Reservoir Dog feel of it's all in one yeah, place definitely. and like you're building tension through all these characters. Um, and I enjoyed it. I think I just had to like reconcile that it wasn't necessarily what I wanted it yeah. to be. Because well, after te- Django, I was so excited for another <sighs> Western from Tarantino. Yes. This one, he like teased many... It felt like he teased several themes and mm-hmm. never fully committed. Yeah. Like at one point, it turned into a whodunit. Yeah. And that, then I'm like, part, yeah. And I'm like, all right, so yes, who who did it? Yeah. And then it, and then yeah. he tells you. Yeah. And then it's <laughs> he like, pauses right. the movie and tells you himself. Which yes. Is so fucking like, oh, Quentin. <laughs> yeah, I think he was just fucking around. I don't yeah, know. He man. just he's like, I'm Quentin Tarantino. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. And so he teased. And he's right. Yeah. And he did. Mm-hmm. He could tease. He teased so many themes. Um. But yeah, it's not my least favorite Tarantino, but it's not my favorite Tarantino. Yeah, I'm trying to think what my least favorite Tarantino is. It's Kill Bill for me. Really? Yeah. I don't love Kill Bill. Huh. That's interesting. Why? Both of them together. The first one I probably like more than the second one. Because the first one at least has all the uh, yeah. the martial arts stuff in it. The second one doesn't have as much. Interesting. So why Kill Bill? That's like one of the most popular ones. Yeah. Um, I think the synthesis of Kill Bill is the one that's the roughest. Because mm-hmm. like, Tarantino's whole deal is he is this like human... You know... Um, boiling pot mm-hmm. where all these influences get thrown in and then, like early tim burton is the same way yeah he's just the sum of all his uh pop culture exposure but he takes all these things in and remixes them in an interesting way mm-hmm. like through his filter and i just think that kill bill for me is the one that's the least satisfying because it's the one where i'm watching him like oh i would just rather watch all these other movies oh, okay then watch this synthesis of them as opposed to like jackie brown which is like all this cool like black exploitation stuff and everything kind of like mixed in together and the product I fucking love. Mm-hmm. It gives me the vibe of all, what I want from all those other things, but in like a really really great movie. And like Robert De Niro's like yeah, Robert De Niro's, De Niro's like very this, interesting this in that movie. Scumbum in it. Yeah, he's kind of just there. Mm-hmm. Um, Kill Bill's fun for me because it's obviously he watched like a whole bunch of shitty like yeah. Uh, kung fu movies mm-hmm. and it's like oh I could do that um, and it mixed it with the western mm-hmm. uh, but I like it because it has elements of a video game movie too mm-hmm. very boss fights yeah because well it... I like the end with the fight with the crazy 88 mm-hmm. but uh well like, each person like it takes that moment where it shows them like on the screen it does mm-hmm. like the flashing yeah. and like you're like this straight up is a video game yeah it's like the like marvel versus capcom <laughs> exactly yeah. and like it and then it's like the way he even shoots it is straight up like almost like you're playing a fighting game mm-hmm. um and but yeah. you know who does that better is edgar wright and scott pilgrim of course yeah let's <laughs> straight up a video game movie <laughs> he's pulling no punches <laughs> this one was just like inspired uh mm-hmm. i think i like that's why it sticks out for me is it's each fight feels different Mm-hmm. Like the very first fight when he she's fighting um oh no Vernita Green yes and the daughter comes home from school and like they just both stop I that was really nice 
even yeah. though she killed her later. But a good moment. Yeah. Well, now he's he's been saying since then that he would do um where like she's... a sequel where that daughter is grown up and she comes after mm-hmm. Beatrix, which I kind of like. Yeah, I would see that. But now he's saying he's only got one movie left, and I don't yeah. know if that's what I want to see. That's his last movie. Yeah. I want to see him do a third in his historical justice series. What would be it? That's how, I don't know, but that's how I refer to Inglorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because they both have these things where you're like, yeah, this is what should have happened. Yeah, where the bad guys get fucked up hard. Yeah. I don't know what would be next. I don't uh... know either. I'm not going to know until he's like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm like, yes, that's correct. Thank you, Quentin. Yeah, I need to watch. I need to watch Once Upon a Time, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood again. So much fun! It's such a good, just like vibe movie. It really is. Like everybody's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I started my Fincher rewatch that we talked about. Oh, that's right. Where are you at? Um. So I watched Alien Three. Start with the worst. Does it only go up? What's the first theatrical movie? Oh, that's fair. Um, and then I'm going out of order. So I watched Fight Club. Oh, yeah, Fight Club's so good. Yeah, I love Fight Club. Another Brad Pitt movie. Love that it handled, like, in the end, he just wasn't there. And they handled it so well. Mm-hmm. Like, sp- split personality syndrome. It's one of those movies that, like, kind of ruined Hollywood. Because <laughs> then everybody was like, well, let's make twist movies. Yeah, that's right. Oh, and, it's like, twist. every fucking film student was just like, oh, yeah, this is, this is in his mind the whole time. <laughs> that's not why it's good. <laughs> it's the execution, it not the end. It doesn't make something good. You had them all. But I'm excited to watch, like, Zodiac again, and... Zodiac's good. Seven, and the game. We watched Zodiac. It's one with Jake Gyllenhaal. We were just talking about it the other day on Hopper actually. Nice. Great movie. The only movie I'm not looking forward to watching again is a Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Yeah, that one's a lot I of... I think I got through it the first time I tried to watch That's it. fine. That's on the theater. No, I know, but... Ooh, I'm sorry. Mm. Like, you paid good money for that. <laughs> <laughs> the ending's weird. Like, it's like, do I feel sad? I think I feel sad. But, like, it's just kind of strange at the same time. She's like, yeah, she's caring for her husband now, who's a baby. Who's a baby. And then the baby's just going to die. But at least they got that time where they met in the middle. That's right. They where were they both, were like a normal couple. They were both so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> they could be a normal couple for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then he turned into a baby, and then she legally couldn't do anything. <laughs> I'm glad to see that that... <laughs> I'm just mind. saying, man. Eventually, like he turns into a kid, Back and it's to like Peter going, like she's not. I watch it at home. She's not, but jer- she's not jerking his little boy dick, is she? It, like I'm just sitting there, like, well, that's the weird thing. It's like eventually, like your husband, who like you fuck. It's like, all right, well now you're a child, so this is weird. Well, I mean, eventually he turns into like a little old man whose dick doesn't work either, right? So that's how he starts. It's the same. No, I mean, like it's the same as like a regular person. Oh yeah, that's fair. But at least, like you know. Society isn't going to be all weird. Uh, I mean, hopefully. Society doesn't strike you as all weird. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that'll be a hard watch, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I've got to do it. I'll encourage you. But uh, And then Gone Girl, that's a good movie. I haven't seen that movie since the theater, but I'm excited to watch that again. I haven't seen Gone Girl. In... Have I seen Gone Girl? That's a good one. That was Batflix Resurgence. Yeah. It was acting Resurgence. He had done... Like directed some cool movies. The town. Yeah, the town and. Gone I need to watch the gone town. Gone Baby Gone. Argo. Argo. One of them is Oscar. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Poor Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> At 
Like, he's fine. He's fine now. Now he's dating Anna de Armas. <laughs> he made a movie where he's a basketball coach who, deal- who battles alcoholism, and it's... Fat, drunk Batman. <laughs> that's, like, super deep. <laughs> super deep cut. <laughs> I don't want to watch him deal with some real-life shit on screen. Go so watch Boston-y. that. Yeah, he's going back to his Boston roots. <laughs> I would like I to... I've never s- heard that as an, as an adjective before, but mm-hmm. honestly, I'm not mad at it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just giving you a hard be- time, Ben. I love you. Just don't put on a bat suit again. He's absolutely listening to this. <laughs> I'm sure one fan. Oh, okay. He loves to listen to Zach. Yep. And hear Zach defend his honor. <laughs> I have to defend his honor. He's right. The warehouse scene was great. The warehouse scene was great. <laughs> You're just speaking truth over there. <laughs> it's definitely the best part of that movie. There it is. <laughs> I just watch it for that scene. Mm-hmm. Anyways, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, not that I could think of. Same. We had a whole bunch of stuff last time about just like quarantine movies and. That's right. Oh, we can we because the last the, I'm trying to remember the important stuff we talked about in the last episode. Um, we're gonna start watching Spider Man. Yeah. We made several jokes about Spider Man in the last one, so now we're gonna watch all Tobey Maguire Spider Mans. Yes. Over again and talk about them. So. I'm excited um, to watch one of them. <laughs> I'm excited to watch two of them. I might need to be intoxicated for the third one. Third one's real rough. <laughs> third one it is real rough. Have you ever seen the rough. clip somebody made where it's him dancing, but they took the music out? Yes. And it shows how much of a fucking maniac he is. Him snapping his way down the street to no music. Oh he doesn't God. even have headphones. That's terrifying. Like, they just, he's just dancing to this music he hears in his head. It's his heart song. And I'm like, why is he? That's when you said, like, yeah. J. Jonah Jameson, you're on the right path here. Yeah, he's a menace. Spider-Man is a menace. Let's get him. I'm so glad Jameson's back in these new movies. I know. I Yeah, I'm excited to see what they do. They better do Craven the Hunter because, one, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. With his like identity being out. That makes sense. Well, it's he's like one of the coolest Spider-Man villains that they have never done. And there's so many great actors. Mm-hmm. Who did I... Uh, Javier... Javier Bardem. Yeah. I've also heard uh, Pedro Pascal they're talking to. That could be cool. I'd be super into that. Yeah. Um, and the the rumor is just growing more and more persistent that Matt Murdock is going to be in the movie. Man, it needs I'm to be really excited. Again, it also makes sense. Yeah, because he could just come forward to like be his lawyer. Yeah, and like I don't care if they even touch the Daredevil stuff, but just to see Charlie Cox play Matt Murdock again would be so good. Although at the end of Spider Man and Daredevil have to team up against some uh, some tough boys, I'm all about it. Of course, that'd be dope. They can budget up his costume a little bit. Don't change it too much. But please just put the fucking double D on his sh- I know. chest. Like, Jesus Christ. It's not hard. <laughs> or heck, I wouldn't even mind seeing if they just did, like, a mini, like, <coughs> reboot. And he's back in the, the, the bandana. Outfit. No, just put him in his red outfit. <laughs> we've seen this. We've seen and, then, and, no, and then Spider-Man helps him get his sweet suit. Yeah. Because that's um, how they explain the suits. It's, like, it's all Stark industry. Yeah. And that's how he gets his, like, cool, like, whip stuff. And, like... But I'd like... I, that's they need to expand it. it a little bit, and not I mean, everybody gets all their suits from Stark. That kind of is the easier way out. <laughs> it's what they, yeah, it's too easy. Yeah, exactly. But I kind of like I. It upset me a little bit because I liked Spider-Man building his own suit. Yeah. Like you felt like an emotional connection because mm-hmm. also he's poor. Yeah. So like when he gets damaged, he's like, "Fuck." Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is gonna be up. I'm gonna be up like all day to fixing this. Every live-action Spider-Man, we've had to give up like one or two cool things about Spider-Man to yeah. make it work. Like the Organic web shooters in the Raimi movies, like, kind of make more sense because you're just like, well, we, 
why wouldn't you get that power with everything else? But you lose like the really cool stuff in the comic books where he's like, oh fuck, I have to fight Doctor Octopus, but I'm out of web fluid. Yep. Like, what am I gonna do? And it's always the cool moment if he's swinging, 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 goes yeah, empty. Fuck, he's flying through the air. That's cool. Um, so I'm happy they brought those back. Maybe now that. R.A.P. Tony Stark, he starts doing his own suits, so we kind of get a little more of that emotional yeah. connection to the suit. I really like that suit he builds at the end of Far From Home with the black mm-hmm. and the white spider on the back. That looks really, really sleek. Yes. Spider-Man 3 is going to be dope. I'm excited for it. Um, and yeah, give me fun stuff. Yeah, give me Charlie Cox. Bring all, like, they cast the Netflix Marvel characters so well. Uh, they can leave Iron Fist out of it. They can well, completely reboot Iron Fist. That's fair. That guy sucks, and that yeah. show sucks. Yeah, that's why I died. Iron Fist literally killed it. Like, not in a good way. Well, I like, think... Murdered it. I think that Disney Plus is what killed it. What do you mean? I think Netflix wasn't going to give oh. the fleet the free p- publicity no, of that makes its sense. Marvel characters. That's fair. Because, like, they could have canceled one or two of them. But you know what them. I mean? Or they could have just kept Daredevil and Punisher going. Bring Jessica Jones back, too. I still haven't watched that last season of Jessica Jones. Me neither. The first season's really good. I like the first season. I like her as a character. Yeah, she's great. First so. season's awesome. And I liked most of Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage was fine. The end of the first season was rough. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, hopefully. That would be so cool if we got Daredevil. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the, that has some... That'd be a really nice fan pop. Again, it's an easy way to bring him in, too. It's like, well, Peter Parker needs a lawyer now. Yeah. Because he's currently unmasked and exposed. But just bring him in fully formed. Full-blown Daredevil suit. They'd have to explain where he was, though. I guess he was so underground. (laughs) He's so underground compared to the rest of them. Yeah, exactly. Like, nobody really... Just because he never came up doesn't mean he hasn't been around. That's true. They'd be doing some other shit. Yeah. That'd be cool. It's easy to do. Alright. Well, this is a good recovery episode. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully it recorded. (laughs) Good. We did it. Yeah. Alright. Alright, well, I guess we'll see you guys later. Bye.